Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. I am Boyd Matheson. It's great to be with you. We come down the home stretch. We've uh, we've talked throughout the day here on KSL News Radio about uh, the order that President Biden signed uh, into law, creating a commission to examine the number of justices on the Supreme Court to talk about term limits uh, and explore that as a possibility on the Supreme Court. I'm sure they'll look at age limits. Uh, and a few other things that uh, some of which may not even be constitutional. That'd be an interesting conversation for them to have. Uh, but I, as that comes down, uh, it will be very interesting. They said they're going to take about six months to do the work. And the uh, committee will then uh, come back and make a recommendation. And this is a really interesting one. Uh, of course, it's a, it is a 180 flip uh, for President Biden in terms of his previous statements. If you've been listening to KSL throughout the day, uh, a a fiery speech uh, from then Senator Joe Biden back in the 70s uh, about uh, just how wrong it was uh, to even think about packing the court. Uh, he he called FDR boneheaded uh, for even exploring the possibility of packing the court and uh, to do that uh, through uh, legislation that would have to pass in the Senate. And interesting, uh, as a candidate, Joe Biden uh was talking with George Stephanopoulos back in October of last year, and he uh, started to hedge his bets a little bit. Uh, here's what he had to say then. Oop, we had a little snafu there on the technical side of things, uh, so we'll we'll pass on that one. Uh, but uh, Joe Biden, uh, of course, has, has slowly evolved, uh, again, with a lot of pressure, I think, coming from uh, his left flank in terms of packing the court uh, since uh, former President Donald Trump was able to get three uh, new justices uh, confirmed to the su- Supreme Court, moving the court, uh, of course, to the right a little bit in terms of makeup. And looking at this whole idea of uh, packing the court uh, and doing that uh, is is one that is uh, is really interesting. Uh, former Democratic senator and former majority leader of the United States Senate, uh, Harry Reid from Nevada, uh, made a comment. I talked about this with Dave and Debbie on their program today. Uh, as they broke this down a little bit and and saying it's just a bad idea and that President Biden should abandon it. This is this is not uh, the way to go. Let's go ahead and just jump to uh, to clip two uh, with Harry Reid from Nevada. I have not been a fan of pack co- uh, court packing because I think it just generates what will happen. Every whoever wins, it just keeps moving in a way that is inconsistent with what is going to be manageable. So you're still not a fan? Well, I'm not a fan. I don't say I, it depends on how this turns out. If they vote out before the election, you are open to expanding the court? I'm open to considering what happens from that point on. Uh, so, again, that was uh, Joe Biden uh, back in 2020. And, uh, and then here was the uh, clip from uh, Senator Harry Reid, former senator from Nevada. I think it's, we should be very, very careful in doing so. I have no problem with the commission. But I think that the commission uh, is going to come back and disappoint a lot of people because I think they're going to come back and say, we should just kind of leave it alone. I think it would be inappropriate at this time after that long history we've had in the country have term limits for 
judges. Uh, I think that we better be very, very careful in saying that uh, we need to expand the Supreme Court. I think we better be very, very careful. So again, that's Harry Reid. Uh, and really interesting, if you go back and look at the history uh, of this, if you go back to Roosevelt, of course, Roosevelt won a sweeping victory and really wanted to make sure that he had a Supreme Court that would be favorable uh, to many of the policies in his New Deal. And he was worried about that. And so that's where the, the court packing, packing uh, scheme came about and was presented as an act uh, to be voted on in Congress. And ironically, interestingly, uh, it was someone from his own party. It was Democrat Henry Ashurst, uh, who was the chair of the Judiciary Committee in the United States Senate, uh, who stood up and said, no, no, this is not uh, this is not the right thing, Mr. President. Uh, and that's a tough thing. Uh, Roosevelt was, uh, was a dominating figure in the country, clearly on Capitol Hill. And uh, that would be a, a pretty intimidating thing for a, a senator to do. Uh, but Senator Asher said, uh, no, sir. Uh, in fact, he became uh, famous. Uh, for saying what uh, things were supposed to be like in the Senate. He said, no haste, no hurry, no waste, no worry. Uh, That's a pretty good principle for us to follow as we close out the program today. Uh, Sometimes in that haste and hurry, we do end up with a lot of waste. Uh, And it's not just waste of money. Uh, Often it's waste of opportunities, waste of focus, a waste of trust uh, and integrity that we often sacrifice along the way. And and so often uh, I, I saw that clearly in my consulting experience over the years where I saw so many companies that were in such haste and in such a hurry uh, to do something or to push something through or to cram something along uh, that they ended up making a, a lot of mistakes. And those those mistakes uh, led me to, to really buy into a, a different kind of philosophy when it comes to that kind of sweeping change uh, that is very unsettling. Uh, so when we look at a particular prog- problem, uh, sometimes sometimes we we hear the echo of you know a parent or a teacher or a former boss. Uh, you've all had someone like this in your life who has yelled regularly in your ear, "Don't just stand there, do something." And so I think to to follow the philosophy of uh, former Senator Henry Ashurst again, who was around uh, in Roosevelt's day in the Senate, uh, no haste, no hurry, no waste, no worry. I think we should kind of flip that on its head and uh, let's let's go with something a little different. And don't just do something; stand there. We often talk on this program about just standing there, sitting with the question a little bit longer. And the more we do that, the more we can actually think a little deeper and a little better. And we can find areas of agreement. We can build relationships and bridges uh, rather than just looking for division and wedges. And so sometimes we do need to to flip the script a little bit. I happen to think when it comes to what uh, President Biden is proposing that this commission on the Supreme Court explore in terms of increasing the number, uh, setting term limits, looking at age and so on. Uh, I think this is one of those where we should not do something. We should stand there because my biggest fear in all of this is the waste. And my biggest worry in all of this is that we further erode the confidence of the American people in our systems, in our structures, in our institutions. We already know that uh, trust in the White House and the presidency, the office of the presidency, not who's the current occupant of the White House, Uh, but in the office of the president, 
uh, is low. We know that faith and trust in Congress uh, is incredibly low. Uh, They have an approval rating of around 11 percent, which is uh, a really low number. I think the coronavirus has a better uh, polling numbers uh, than our members of Congress do on most days. But then we get to the Supreme Court and to the courts in general. And what happens if we completely lose faith and trust in those institutions? And so this is not something that we should uh, just go crazy at because of a commission uh, who might recommend that we increase the number to 15. Or they may say, keep it where it is. Uh, Don't change it. Uh, It's worked for a long time. It gives a lot of people a lot of confidence in the process. And so just be careful. Just be careful uh, that we don't rush into that uh, don't stand there, do something, uh, flip it. Don't do something, stand there. So many government programs, so many pieces of legislation that get passed, get passed because somebody has created an artificial sense of urgency that we've got to do this now. It's all or nothing. Uh, it's the fake fight, false choice scenario that we talk about. And so just be still. Just stand there. Don't do something. Just stand there. Just wait. And just stay with the question a little bit longer and think it through and think through all of the ramifications. Think through what it really means. Uh, And that's an important part of that whole process. And I know it's difficult for leaders, especially political people, uh, to resist that thrill and temporary satisfaction of chasing uh, motion versus forward movement. Motion always uh, seems so exciting, but forward movement is the only thing that matters. And for politicians, it's the reelection that uh, often uh, gets hung up uh, on a program or a vote. And so we need to change the game just a little bit. So let's go all the way back to Senator Henry Ashurst. No haste, no hurry, no waste, no worry. When it comes to the Supreme Court, I think we should stay with what we got. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor. Not anymore. I am the host of KSL News Radio's Inside Sources. Great to be with you today. See something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. Live breaking news now on the mobile app for KSL News Radio. Sponsored by Any Hour Services. Listen at home or anywhere you go. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. This is Utah's news station. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.